We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and bearing witness that none has the right to be worshipped or unconditionally obeyed except for him. And we bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his final messenger. We ask Allah to send his peace and blessings upon him, the prophets and messengers that came before him, his family and companions that served alongside him and those that follow in his blessed path until the day of judgment. And we ask Allah to make us amongst them. Allahumma ameen. Dear brothers and sisters, when you look at the proceedings of the Day of Judgment, you don't see in your Lord a Lord who wants to humiliate the believers or humiliate the righteous or humiliate those who are striving even if they fell short multiple times, especially when they weren't proud of their shortcomings. You see a Lord who does not mock people for their sins on the Day of Judgment. You see a Lord that due to His mercy not because of anything that we earned, puts a barrier between the one he is questioning on the Day of Judgment and those that are observing. When someone sinned in private and sought to overcome those sins and used to seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see a Lord who says that I protected you from the humiliation of that sin in this life and I am shielding you from its consequences today. When you see the people enter into paradise, you see a Lord who is so generous that He continues to give and to give and to give to those who enter into paradise, not because of their own a'mal, not because of their own deeds, but always because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala embraces them in His mercy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala embrace us all in His mercy. Allahumma ameen. A Lord who continues to elevate and elevate and elevate even some of those who seem to be the most undeserving. To the point that the Prophet ﷺ mentions, The last person to enter paradise, the last person to get out of the hellfire and to enter into paradise. And when he sees the kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards him, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps giving him and giving him and giving him, he says to him, and I'm paraphrasing because it's not the core hadith of the khutbah, he says, أَتَسْتَهْزِئُ مِنِّي وَأَنْتَ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ are you making fun of me, O oh Allah? Are you mocking me? Or in some riwayat, atasharu minni. Are you making fun of me and you are the Lord of the worlds? By giving me all of these things and promising me all of these things, despite being the last person to enter into Jannah, and you're giving me all of this? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affirms that I do not make fun of my believing servants. I am not mocking you, but I do as I please. I do as I wish. So you see a Rabb, a Lord, who is generous, a Lord that is merciful, a Lord that gives and bestows, not a Lord that humiliates His righteous and striving servants who all will have their share of shortcomings on the Day of Judgment. Now why do I start off with this? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that He will mock some people on the Day of Judgment. That some people will be humiliated in the hereafter. That some people will find that the behavior that they put forth is met with far worse consequences on the Day of Judgment. And in these last hundred days or so, many of the concepts that used to only instill fear in the believers have actually started to give the believers some comfort. The idea of punishment and divine retribution and hellfire actually gives comfort to the believers when they see tyrants like those who are oppressing our brothers and sisters in Gaza act so invincible, so immune to everything. 
when they see the mockery, when they see the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the verses of the Qur'an being used to intimidate and to taunt the people of Qur'an. Imagine the arrogance of the Israeli occupation forces when they drop you know, these, these pamphlets on the people with verses of the Qur'an taunting them, when they announce through the microphones taunting them with the verses of the Qur'an, when they blow up the masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala laughing like maniacs, when it actually invades even their pop culture, when there is laughter and sukhriya, a sense of mockery that, sen- that, that gives off the sentiment of invincibility. No one can do anything to us. No one can do anything to us. When soldiers make TikTok videos of themselves after blowing up little children, that shows you not just how depraved that army is, but it also shows you to what extent they have been intoxicated by the illusion of their power. And I want to actually take this back to what it suggests in the Qur'an. إِنَّهُمْ يَكِيدُونَ كَيْدًا وَأَكِيدُوا كَيْدًا وَمَكَرُوا وَمَكَرَ اللَّهُ وَاللَّهُ خَيْرُ الْمَاكِرِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions they plan and Allah plans. They plot and Allah plots. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentions that they will one day be mocked by their own mockery. In the very first manifestation of that. وَوَجَدُوا مَا عَمِلُوا Can you imagine on the Day of Judgment when the videos are replayed in front of them and they're standing in front of Rabbul Alameen, standing in front of the Lord of the Worlds and they're being questioned as those videos play in front of them, as their own words are used against them and how low and pathetic they will feel if they don't repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when those things are put in front of them, live, and they can't lie about them or escape the consequences, that in and of itself is a great humiliation. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also responds to the unique element of mockery. You see, nothing hurts us more than the emotional pain of mockery even on top of the physical pain. And shaitan will try to use the mockery itself and the grief that it evokes within the believers to get them to stop believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or stop depending on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does the shaitan seek through this? That you lose hope and that you lose a connection. And so he amplifies that mockery, gives the language to it and increases the volume of it. So that you no longer feel encouraged to make dua, so that you no longer feel encouraged towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the midst of those moments. It is to break you psychologically and mentally. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this in regards to the people of Mecca. You remember the criminals walking around the believers laughing at them? And when they walked by them, they winked at each other. Like, hey, look at these guys. Let's, let's throw some shots at them. Completely unaccountable to anyone in this world. Let's throw some garbage on them today. What, how are you going to humiliate the Muslims today? Are we going to spit at them today? What new insult will we come up with? What new method of torture? Let's go pluck one of them and take them to the torture camp. And then what did they do when they come home? Subhanallah, where most people come home after an honest living, happy about what they earned. وَإِذَا قَلَبُوا إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِمُ قَلَبُوا فَكِهِينَ 
They go back to their families, they go back to each other, and they laugh about how they exploited and took advantage of the believers. Look what I did to this person today. The equivalent of showing the TikTok videos, the equivalent of celebrating and dancing amongst themselves, and talking about how invincible they are. وَإِذَا رَأَوْهُمْ قَالُوا When they used to see them, they would say, look at these people, not talking to them. They've all gone astray. Look how misguided they are. وَمَا أُرْسِلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ حَافِظِينَ You were not sent as their keepers. And what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? فَالْيَوْمَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنَ الْكُفَّارِ يَضْحَكُونَ So today, those who believe will laugh at those who mock them from the disbelievers. Today, they will look down at them and laugh at them and mock them. عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ يَنْظُونَ And they will be in high places upon these elevated structures, looking at them, laughing at them, mocking them the way that they were once mocked. And what's the end of Surah Al-Mutaffifin? هَلْ ثُوِّبَ الْكُفَارُ مَا كَانُوا يَفَعْلُونَ Were they repaid for what they used to do to you? Were the disbelievers repaid for what they used to do to you? This is a question that Allah will ask to them. Are you satisfied now that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not forget you? That those moments of mockery have come back to them, that you have the last laugh? Are you satisfied now, O old woman of Gaza, O child of Gaza, that walked through that humiliation? Are you satisfied? Look at them now. Look at these people now. Are you satisfied, O believers, when you watch them? Mock your brothers and sisters and mock you by extension. Are you satisfied now as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shown you His promise in regards to them? You see, here are the things. If you go through the verses of the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't try to incentivize us towards Jannah by saying one day you get to mock people. And the ulama mentioned, because that's not in the quality of the believer, that the believer likes to mock people. The believer doesn't actually like to mock people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala discourages these spiritual diseases from us. We don't have in us the intention to humiliate and that's why the Muslims were able to be restrained as Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah mentions when they were put in a position of power with the same people who mutilated and mocked and, and did all of those things to them they were naturally restrained by their taqwa. They didn't have a desire to respond in like manner to mutilate people physically to taunt and to humiliate them after they were put in a position of power. So it's not something that you find laced throughout the Qur'an and the verses of Jannah that look forward to the day that you can mock and taunt. It was a comfort to the believers in their lowest moments. One day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show you an example in those people. And you will see it. And Allah will ask you, the end of Surah Al-Mutaffifin, as Ibn Abbas says, is a question that Allah will ask you. هَلْ ثُوِّبَ الْكُفَّارُ مَا كَانُوا يَفْعَلُونَ Have I not taken your complaints into consideration. Did it come back to them or not? One element is them facing their consequence. The other element is Allah compensating you for your pain. And there are different dimensions of that. It's not just our brothers and sisters in Gaza, but it's the most obvious manifestation of a people that mock and that taunt and a people that have to face the brutality of that while facing starvation, while facing slaughter. That's just the most obvious manifestation. But even as believers, when you see people mocking you for your iman, from the disbelievers and from the hypocrites, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts you to ease. Now here's the thing that the ulama mentioned. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us in Surah Al-Baqarah about the hypocrites in particular. وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا When they see the believers, they say, we believe. وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ When they go back and they congregate amongst their devils. See, there's always this element, two you know, uh, contrasting worlds. وَإِذَا انْقَلَبُوا إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِمْ وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ there is the mockery and then there is the going back to one another and saying, hey, did you like what I did there? Did you see what I did there? Right? The pumping up each other's chests and the group intoxication with the illusion of power. وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ When they go back to their devils, قَالُوا إِنَّا مَعَكُمْ إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ They go back to their devils. They say, we are really with you. We were just making fun of them. We were just mocking them. We are with you. We were just mocking them. How many people in this day and age when it comes to our brothers and sisters in Palestine issue statements from the pulpits of state or from the pulpits of media and say, we are with our brothers and sisters in Palestine. We're with the people of Gaza while behind the scenes at the political and social level or whatever it is are actually fueling the genocide and making sure that it continues. When they see the believers, they say, we believe. What does Allah say? Allah mocks them. And Allah increases them in their blindness. Increases them in their deviation until the moment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will face them with it. Now again, it's not from the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not from the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that suggest mockery or making fun of as the Salaf mentioned. It is what the scholars of Tafsir mentioned, Al-Mushakila. Tasmiyatul Uquwati Bismidham. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to the crime in the same way that they put it forward. You mock, you will be mocked. You forget, you will be forgotten. You deceive, you will be deceived. You will face the consequences of your actions. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spares you, it's just for a moment. And that's a comfort to the believers as well. Now when it comes to the hypocrites, on the day of judgment, the hypocrites who backstab the Muslims from within, who hurt the believers from within, and then go back to their people and say, we're really with you. On the day of judgment, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say to us? Surah Al-Hadith, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that the believers go forth and they have their nur, they have their light. And then the munafiqeen will call out to them, the hypocrites will call out to them. Right? In what moment? SubhanAllah. The hypocrites will call out as the believers are going forward with their light. And they will say, Alam nakun ma'akum. Weren't we with you? Weren't we with you? So first, they were looking around and they saw who had the light and they situated themselves amongst the Muslims the same way that hypocrites do in this life as well. But then, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts to separate them and they get left behind. And as the wall comes down, they call out and look at the words that they use. Alam nakun ma'akum. Weren't we with you? What did Allah just say they used to say in this world? They used to go back to their shayateen and say, Inna ma'akum, we're really with you. And so the same words are being used even. That they will call out and say, Alam nakun ma'akum. 
weren't we with you? And so the mockery is when they think that they're going to still make it to the gates of paradise, but instead they find themselves driven to hellfire. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Allahumma ameen. These are not verses that are given to us so that we can become cruel and heartless and seek moments of cruelty and harshness. These are given to us to remind us, Your Lord has not forgotten. Your Lord will not forget. Your Lord sees everything that you see and your Lord has more power over the situation than you have and more power than anyone perceives in the moment. Your Lord sees, your Lord is in control and every single word that is said of mockery and every single moment that people feel invincible, that oppressors feel invincible will lead to a moment of humiliation on the day of judgment. How do we bring this back to ourselves, dear brothers and sisters? First and foremost, as with everything else, we look to make sure that we don't have any elements of that oppression in ourselves. Ya amanu, la yaskhar min qawm. O you who believe, let not one group of you mock another people. Let not one group of you mock another people. Asa an yakunu khayra minhum. Wala nisa'un min nisa'un asa an yakunna khayra minhum. Because they might be better than you. Or a group of women mock another group of women because they might be better than them. This is not from your personality. This is not from your traits as a believer. You should hate it for yourself. As for the hypocrites, as for those who live lives of mockery and think that they reach a position of invincibility, سَخِرَ Allahu minhum. The same thing that we mentioned. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will mock them with their own mockery on the day of judgment. But don't mock a group of believers. Don't mock a group of people. Don't put people down. And Allah Azzawajal diagnoses the spiritual disease because you think you're better than them. That's why you're doing that. You see, when the oppressors oppress the ummah, it's because they think they are better than us and they think they have escaped the consequences of oppressing us. When we mock one another, it is because we think that we are better than the person that we're mocking and we think we've escaped the consequences of that mockery. And yes, that includes social media, by the way. That includes your WhatsApp when you pass things around and make fun of people and mock people and put them down. Careful. Careful. Just as you laughed in the privacy of your home, looking at your phone, at someone else, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَوَجَدُوا مَا عَمِلُوا حَاضِرًا That's an action. Allah plays that video, roll the tape, plays it in front of you on the day of judgment. You were laughing at your brother or your sister in the privacy of your home and forwarding something. And looking down upon them and mocking them. Don't just think about the IDF, think about yourself. Don't mock people. Don't taunt people. Because it could come back to haunt you on the Day of Judgment. So the first thing is that we make sure we don't have any elements of that. May Allah protect us from being oppressors ourselves or of the mockers ourselves. Then the other elements. That Allah brings comfort to the heart of the believers. When you see them mock our brothers and sisters this way, know that their end is near and that their eternal end will be worse. And the Prophet ﷺ mentions that the believer does not face any anxiety or hardship, not even the prick of a thorn, except that Allah will compensate them accordingly if they are patient. Every single one of those brothers and sisters walking through the checkpoints, going through that mockery, enduring it with patience, Allah will elevate them on the Day of Judgment and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will compensate and compensate and compensate are you pleased? 
Are you pleased? Radiallahu anhum wa radu'an. May Allah make us amongst those who are pleased with Him and who will be pleased by Him on the Day of Judgment. But remember, your Lord does not forget. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not allow us to forget ourselves, nor allow us to be deterred or discouraged by those who have forgotten themselves and harmed our brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from oppression, both being oppressors and being amongst the oppressed. And may Allah azza wa jal give victory to our brothers and sisters in Palestine and all over the world. Allahumma ameen. Aqulu fawli hadha. وأستغفرالله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب دعوات اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وعرف عنا ولا تعذبنا ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين اللهم إنك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم اغفر لوالدينا رب ارحمهما كما ربنا صغارا ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم انصر إخوان المستضعفين في مشارك الأرض ومغاربها اللهم انصر إخوان المستضعفين في غزة اللهم انصر إخوان المستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم عليك بأعدائك أعداء الدين اللهم أهلك الظالمين بالظالمين وأخرجنا وإخواننا من بينهم سالمين عباد الله أن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروه على نعماء يزد لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقم الصلاة